Welcome from the Las Vegas Convention Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS event in North America, where over 5,300 EMS professionals come from over 44 countries to unleash their potential. This is EMS World Presents Stories from the Expo, an archive of the 2017 EMS World Expo. I'm Sean Rogers. I'm with Rogers EMS Consulting. What I want to talk about today is uh, new ideas in initial response, um, and, and many of them actually are not new at all, but they're not widespread, and I think that we as a country have to look at the way we do initial response because we often do it badly. So uh, when I was the state director in Oklahoma, we had a lot of um, first response agencies around the state. Almost, you know, Oklahoma's a small state, three million people, and we had a thousand fire agencies around the state. Uh, Most of them did first response, but there was no coordinated approach. Uh, Some folks did it one way, and some folks did it another way. And the usual model is they get a call, the call goes out to the volunteers or, uh, or paid staff, and uh, they go down to the, uh, to the fire barn and get their equipment and their vehicle and go to the call. So that means that the lead time on any given call is quite long and the likelihood of getting on the scene within the first, that critical first five minutes is quite low. And I believe that we can do better, that we should be pushing out a model that suggests that someone in the community be the designated responder at any given time. So that in rural communities, and America has a lot of rural communities, little towns, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 people, they uh, often have uh, eager responders, but they have a model that goes back 100 years and, and is rooted in fire service and based on the premise that you need a lot of gear. But you and I know that in EMS, we don't need a lot of gear. We need an automatic defibrillator, we need a jump kit, we need an oxygen bottle and a suction unit, and not much else to do an initial response. So if somebody's in V-fib, or is having a baby, or is has suffered a, a deliberate or inadvertent gunshot wound, um, they don't need for us to go down to the barn and get the truck. They need for us to come to their side. So my proposition is is that we as a country look at pushing out a rapid response model where a designated responder in the community is activated, goes out to their car, and goes to the scene. Especially in small communities, that could make a really fast response possible. Most of the country does not have EMD. Now, that's, that's, that's a loaded statement. Most of the country physically, geographically, does not have EMD. Most of the country population-wise has EMD because most people live in cities and most cities have EMD. But in rural communities, you get into uh, a lot of situations where the dispatcher is a police service employee. They also take the water bill for the city and they don't have any EMD training. So that's a whole different kettle of fish and something that we ought to talk about at another time. But once the, once the system's activated and they know they've got an emergency, there ought to be a clear protocol to activate the local responder that's closest and get somebody on the scene. And I think that we could do a lot better with that.
There, there are numerous models around the country, several in Utah, for example. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, there, there are people who do this, yeah. lots of places around the country that do this. But there are lots more that don't. There are lots sure. more that we had a recent um, full cardiac arrest, 41-year-old male, uh, sudden collapse, people on the scene, immediate CPR. And he was in V-fib, and you know his best shot, of course, was to get defibrillated as quickly as possible. Well, it was 11 minutes before anybody got to the scene with the defibrillator because they had to go down to the barn, get the gear, come back out, and go to the scene. Whereas if there had been a local responder who got the call, got in their vehicle, and went there, they'd have had a defibrillator much quicker. And quicker is better when it comes to defibrillation. I don't think that somebody new coming in is going to tell the old guys how to do stuff. It's not going to work. You know, yeah. they're going to say, "Yeah, right, kid, go go clean the gear." Um, I think that it's got to come from uh, national modeling. I think that we've got to build a, a task force and push out the uh, idea, um, like they like we did EMT in the '70s, like we did like we're doing EMD now. You know, it's a slow process, but I think we got to get started with the notion that systems should be built around rapid response, not around old fire models. I mean, old fire models were built around rapid response too, but they pr- were based on the premise that you needed a lot of apparatus to fight a fire which you do, but you don't need a lot of apparatus to do an emergency medical response. And it's just a little bit of a shift in thinking, but it could mean it could shave a lot of time off of a lot of responses. And over time and in the big picture, that could save a lot of lives.